0: Welcome to episode 78 of the Hooniverse podcast I'm your host, Jeff Glucker And joining me this evening is uh, the madman behind Shout Engine, Chris Hayes Chris, how are you?
1: I'm alright, so uh, back to another Hooniverse at my
0: house We haven't done one of these here in a little I, bit I was going to say that exact thing, uh, and I just hit the mic so you'll hear that later uh, Yeah, we haven't done anything in the podcast Palace of Love in a long time It's been TST Studio or some on the road stuff
1: yeah, uh I haven't I'm trying to think
0: it's been like 2 or 3 months since I've recorded anything here, which never happens. No, no. I mean it's it, it's convenient and nice and easy at TST studio, but this is more comfortable.
1: Yeah, I mean we've got the we've got we the We set the
0: vibe. We've got the
1: fine lazy boy furniture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh You know, nice tonal lighting as opposed to the garish overhead (laughs) fluorescence. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, Very nice. Very nice. And Redondo's better than Culver City. Yeah, we've got the the ocean instead of the sound
1: of angry people yelling (laughs) at each other in traffic. It is a nice setup, though,
0: uh, for the TST guys. Um, So, yeah, uh, Mr. Blake zorkman Wrong is off doing his professional automotive journalist stuff. I have actually no clue what he's doing right now. Yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of what events are going on. I can't think of any. I'm guessing it
1: involves some car that everybody else dislikes. I wonder if he's in Texas for the Rolls Royce
0: event. Maybe. Mm, He is famous. And he is of Chinese descent. So (laughs) they have a long wheelbase model. (laughs) They wanted him him in there. Um, hmm, I wonder if he's there. Um, I haven't seen anything on social media, though. So who knows? Uh, Um, Could be embargoed. No, some people have been posting some okay. stuff. Just like, hey, I'm here driving Rolls Royces, that type of thing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, you know what? We're going to do this in a way we haven't done in a, in, a, in a long time, though it's the way we used to do it, is by starting off by talking about new car stuff. Yes. So, yeah, that's uh, the Paris Motor Show happened since we've been away. Yes, it has. Um, uh, none of us were there, of course. No.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'd love to go. Bonjour. Non? Uh, oui, je parle français. Mm. Um,
0: no, <laughs> so I would
1: I would love to go. Um, yeah, one because why the hell not go to Europe, right? Uh, two, that's one of the great shows for car design. I
0: mean, yeah,
1: yeah, they do a lot of cool concept stuff. Um, I love just seeing some of the wacky stuff that the French come up with, like the Peugeot Citroen and
0: yeah, and yeah, Peugeot. the
1: Peugeot Onyx from a year or two ago is one of my favorite concepts
0: ever. I mean, I, I carbon so. with copper. Come oh, on. that's awesome! I didn't see that. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so some of the cool shit that I did see though. Um, I'll start with an easy choice for me um, because of my fanboyism, the new Mercedes C63 S. Yes. Uh, that and, of course, the,
1: the AMG GT, you know, the uh, the coupe to the sedan version. I think they're really, you know, I'm wondering how much platform sharing and engineering is going on between those cars. I mean, they obviously share motors. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, both of them. I mean, Mercedes is hitting it hard. And man. a wagon.
0: Yeah, the wagon is a very attractive-looking car. Zero to 16 under, four seconds, uh, dope as can be. Uh, we're not going to get the wagon, obviously, because yeah. we suck, but um, I don't know. 503 horse, 516 torque,
1: awesome. I've always liked the C63. It's not the best sporting sedan it went from mm-hmm. a performance standpoint, but it's just so fucking amusing. Well, it's
0: like the Challenger, but... Pre-Hellcat-era Challenger. Yes. Even maybe still. It's not the best, but it's all personality. But it's so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All personality. Exactly. Um, another interesting note from uh, Paris. Lamborghini. Good God. They needed to join the hybrid supercar race, and they certainly did that. Uh, and I think they did it with probably
1: the prettiest design out there.
0: Yeah, it's pretty damn cool looking. It's uh, That, to me, is like a modern Mira. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, some of the stats on it the familiar 5.2 liter v10 but they're pairing it with electric motors i don't know if it's motor or motors i would assume motors, motors. Three. three. three of them one for the rear oh okay which and is then...
1: presumably acts also as a, as an alternator to charge the electrical system okay and then two up front and then two up front for the front for both front wheels
0: um all told, it makes 910 horsepower. Uh, it'll do 199 miles an hour, and you can do up to 31 miles of range on pure electric at up to speeds up to 78 miles an hour. Yep, so that's amazing.
1: It is. It's um, it's like a 918 that I actually lust for.
0: Well, I, actually, I find the 918 fascinating, but uh, the but I, I I love Lamborghini. Um, the um, the fuck was I just gonna say? I totally lost my train of thought right then. I don't know, but um, I mean
1: <laughs> Winkleman hates the thing. Does he really? Yeah, he absolutely hate, he's like the body is beautiful. He's like I hate everything about the drivetrain. He is a aston- He he's go hates the concept of hybrid powertrains um and uh, but the reality of it is is that they, they have to put one. that concept together because to own a supercar in in some of the European cities, London specifically and probably Paris next, yeah. Um you're they're going to have a zero emission mandate uh, I think within the next 10 years or wow. so. Um, so if, if you're one of those buyers, and, and let's be realistic, is a lot of their buyers do live in those uh, metropolitan centers. Yeah. They're they're going to have to accommodate them. Yeah, with those you're not buying. Systems.
0: You're not. You know, they're not like, hey, Chad in Topeka, we got to get him into that Asterion. <laughs> right. It, it's it's not a coincidence that Ferrari, Porsche, and McLaren have all done the same thing. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, I just remember what I wanted to say though. What's the that? name? they didn't go alphanumeric and not that Lamborghini ever would but yeah. thank god you know asterion i have no idea i'm sure it's some sort of fucking bull constellation probably um that uh, you know who knows who it but it doesn't matter it's a name it's something yes I, and I, I don't go oh that's the k12 ej xy9 lamborghini like fuck that shit i hate that shit so much yeah um and i uh, mean well they've always had the smaller the the anecdotal
1: um, kind of Marker for the model number, like like it would be a, an LP
0: five seventy four. But that that's like that's yeah. That's just a quick to let so you know. But the car is the car a Gallardo. Yeah. The car is an Aventador. Car is a Murcielago. Yeah. Um, so it's. I don't know. I like it a lot. The reason I, I just thought of that though is because uh, on Jalopnik today, uh, Doug DeMiro, who's a fantastic guy, funny writer. I, I um, love Doug's writing. He's a very funny man. But he was in. Def- he was writing in defense of the Cadillac naming structure and he had some great arguments and there mm-hmm. were some great arguments in the comment. But my, my argument was that I don't want to listen to any of the arguments because I just want names. And then I posted a GIF of a Hellcat doing a burnout. Yeah, I, it's... You know what? I was okay with the existing Cadillac
1: naming structure of, you know, ATS is our our entry level, CTS is our mid-level, and then originally, like, LTS was supposed to be the high-end, but what's his name that they brought in? Denetian? Yeah. Johan. You know, this is the man that, yes, he did brilliant things for Audi, but that was a long time. But that time wasn't all.
0: That wasn't just him though either. That no, was, it wasn't. That was uh, Piëch or whoever. Right,
1: that's true. And then he went to, you know, he went to Infinity he, he and it tanked. It up at he completely tanked yeah. Infinity, and I'm very, very worried he's going to do the same to Cadillac because Cadillac has been doing so well for Cadillac's like the last on seven the or eight years.
0: I would have been more impressed. I think he should have gone. I think. A smart move to go to Cadillac because it is a brand that's really returning to some great vehicles. Um, and has been for a couple of years now. The new Escalate is fucking awesome. I, I so. Think
1: they've been, they've been doing well. They, I mean, they started doing well when they did that very first CTSV. Yeah. You've got the glimmer of, okay, they're starting to turn shit around.
0: Yeah. The, the Led Zeppelin commercial. Um, yeah. so, you know, been a long time since they rock and roll. They, I mean, they nailed it there. Um, but I would personally, I think it would have been a bigger challenge. And a better opportunity for greatness just in terms of what he could do to transform it. Lincoln. He should have went to Lincoln. Yeah, that way he wouldn't so have messed up thing. the naming. Lincoln already did that. And you know what? If you did, you weren't going to lose anything. There was nowhere to go uh, – yeah. There was nowhere to go lower for the naming. The brand is in it, I think, personally, even though everybody says the new sedan is nice. But I, I – I, I hate nothing. That exciting. I find it hideous. There's nothing exciting over there. Yeah. Um,
1: Whereas Caddy's lineup across the board is pretty damn good. With the exclusion of uh, what's the front-wheel drive big sedan, the XTS? XTS. Yeah, but that's
0: a placeholder. That is. Um, that is a
1: That satisfies the Arizona and Florida elderly crew. That, I
0: rode in the back of one once, picked yeah. up at the airport. It was actually kind of nice in the back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like it'd be great as but a no, it's, vehicle. But no, it doesn't follow the rest of the uh, the lineup. No, I, this, d- I did spend a day with an ATS Coupe. Yeah. That was fucking great. I, I mean... We are the prime target
1: of Cadillacs demographics right now. They want, you know, early early thirties to to early fifties. That is their target audience right now, and um, they've been doing great things. But I'm really worried with him in there because he's saying things like, "Well, we think we should get our own powertrains and shit like that." And it's just like that was the worst thing Cadillac did ever since they started taking on the rest of the GM powertrains, the three six. Yeah. And the V8s, and ostensibly, you know, um, also the, the, the Turbo 4. You know, the, those were all great motors, and that allowed them
0: to concentrate on making other aspects of the car good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then so. you could, on the flip side, you talk about how Audi's come such a long way. They've gone to more, you know, modular stuff, right. where, like, things are, can be shared quite easily, and it makes it easier financially on the company. And Yeah, between Audi and
1: Volkswagen, I mean, I, that's some serious platform sharing going on. Yet the products still have individual identities. Sure, absolutely. Um, and I'd say you know there's a fair amount of that going on. Um, there's a fair amount of that going on uh, within Ford, and, and GM as well. And if you execute properly, you can you can do a good job of it. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm very nervous about his what he's planning with Cadillac, um, just because they've been so good, and I would hate to see them fall apart. now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people. In the industry, who I respect their opinions and they're really championing some of the stuff he's doing. So I'm just going to go back into wait and see mode, mm-hmm. um, and you know, not never claim a, I told you so. Either way, um, but like you, I'm just I, I'm nervous. I, I just love the V.
1: I mean, the CTS V it was just so good. Yeah, the new CTS V Sport is also very good, and I haven't I haven't spent any appreciable time in the ATS. So the new Coop's really awesome. Um, but they let me have it for one day. <laughs> there is a very, I mean, I already it, it's not, we have, we don't even know anything about it in the ATS V is already in my mind is an
0: option is another car. Sure. So. absolutely. Uh. uh, that, I mean, yeah, no question. Um, now back to Paris for a second, mm-hmm. the one car that, um, just totally won the show for me came out of nowhere was the, uh, Volkswagen XL sport. Oh Yeah. That thing is so rad. That was, um, I mean, it's not fast. No, but it's not that slow either. No, I mean by by sports car standards, I think where it would excel would be in like just crazy potential for handling because of the low weight. I think it's going to be kind of a modern interpretation of the NSX. Interesting. That's a. I didn't think of it that way. That's a good interesting way to look at it. Um, it's because I've I've driven the the XL one and I was blown away by it. you're one it. of the few people I mean not a lot of people driven that car I, that car was amazing yeah. that car was amazing in in it's a supercar of a different sort um, it's with a, the carbon fiber build you know the the monocoque construction uh, just the extreme attention to fuel economy um, well just how every aspect of that car is they thought so far
1: in advance when they were putting one piece together. Uh, I mean. The fact that they moved the passenger seat back several inches just so they could avoid having to put an airbag in—save
0: weight—that kind of—it was brilliant. Yeah, it's it's quite smart. I mean, yep, yep. The full carbon fiber steering wheel was so awesome. So now swapping out the the lawn uh, hybrid powertrain that was in there and putting in this Ducati motor is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a three cylinder, right? It's like technology they learned from watching the Twenty Four Hours of Lemons. Yeah, uh, it's a V twin. It's I don't know. I don't know what size it is. Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, I they, think it's nobody. Too the only, Triumph's the only one I, don't bike, um, I don't know. But it's um, 197 horsepower, and oh, yeah. it's good for to push it to 168 miles per hour top speed. But the great thing is, is that thing's probably going to rev to 10, 12,000 rpm. Yeah, exactly. That's so awesome. Um, it's it, it's one of the coolest. It's one of the most exciting cars for me at an auto show in a long time. And it's. I will say it's a striking car, yeah it looks like it looks like uh,
1: an r eight like younger hipper cousin it's it's the junior r eight yeah yeah um and I mean, I, I'd be very surprised, and, and as close as that looks to the R8 and some things, I wonder if there's any chassis, uh, anything borrowed between the chassis. I don't think so.
0: No? I don't think so, because I think the XL1 was ground up, and it's been, you know, they've had different iterations over the years as concepts, and I think the XL1 is its, it's own deal. It's just pure
1: coincidence that they share such a similar yeah, shape and yeah. size.
0: Well, they also, it didn't help that they painted it Sepang blue, the matte blue color, which yeah. is, you know... It's an Audi thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah, and, you know, I, I, I'm sure you understand where I fall and come across that line of thinking is that Volkswagen Auto Group, I mean, they share everything. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. I mean,
1: there's even sharing now going on between Porsche, Audi, and Volkswagen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Macan is a product of that, yeah. which, by the way, I'm starting to see a lot of.
0: Yeah, I've only seen a handful. Um, um, I expected to see more, but when I do see them, they definitely catch my eye. It, it's cool because it's, it's a reasonably sized Cayenne. Yeah, um, uh, it's probably more exciting to drive too.
1: Uh, well, our very own Zach Clapman spent some time with it, and he was completely blown away. Yeah, uh, he was like, "This car of this size, and not that it's large,
0: it shouldn't be able to do the things that it does." Yeah, uh, that's all I've ever heard about it because they they didn't go with the uh, they did which they they used um, the actual Porsche all wheel drive system or something yeah. like that, not like the the uh, um, Audi one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, a lot of little things they did to to make it stand I believe out. It's uh,
1: what is it? PTM, Porsche Traction Management, or
0: Possum? P A S M. Okay. I think
1: so. I Porsche know. Active Stability Management. That's. I yeah. think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so uh, an- another bit of new car news that's kind of amazing. Um, not at auto show stuff. At, at, at least I don't think it was from the auto show. Uh, did you hear this news about Volvo's concept engine they're building? No, I've not. It's a two-liter four-cylinder engine that uses three turbos. So two turbos in parallel, and then an electric turbo compressor that uh, spools the two turbos. Okay. They can get 450 horsepower out of it. It's a two-liter four-cylinder.
1: Okay. And and mind you, tuner cars can get that kind of power out of a two-liter four-cylinder. I mean, we saw it with... Um, you know the uh, Evos, and, and with rally cars, of course. But um, but those things were worked. Yes, Uh it's yeah. And this not a good, Volvo, right? Well, you know what though is I. Volvo has always done some interesting stuff with their own engine designs. Yeah. And they're never a company that I would count out for doing some really cool stuff on that regard. Because, I mean, they were renowned for the five-cylinder for a long time. I and mean, that was yeah. a motor you could not kill.
0: No, no, no. That's very um, true. And they were always they were
1: always big on turbo technology long before anybody else was. That um,
0: is very, very them true. Them and Saab were early players in that game. Yep, yep. Um, still, though, you mean, if, if that's what they're saying, yeah, we can do 450, then... Imagine so, what's possible, but it's, they're it, calling it a concept. But people are speculating it could be in like the next XC90 or something. So, in,
1: in the electric turbo has been the holy grail for a long time, but we did not have the we didn't have the capacitor and the and the battery char- technology to to handle that. But this so is this this in, initial electric one. Is that feeding into the motor, or is that literally trying to
0: spool up the other turbos? I think it's spooling up the other turbos, but I don't know exactly. You know who we should talk to about this. It's Mr. Gail Banks. Yes, we should. Um, he'd um, probably, It'd be awesome if he's like, oh, I can tell you all about it because I understand what they're doing. Or if he said no comment, that would be cool, too, because then you know he's working on it. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: that's, like the, that's like the conversation that I had with him at the last SEMA um, that when it came right down to it at the end of the day, it was – a lot of it that i couldn't publish because oh, really? he was just like eh, i didn't say a
0: lot but what i did say I probably shouldn't have nice so that's um, funny i'm
1: very much looking forward to seeing him uh next month yeah if, sure. if i end up making it out the SEMA,
0: that will be cool um it'll be definitely definitely be cool uh so touching back on a few things uh last week i talked about when it was just me on the podcast uh just had the Aventador Roadster. Yeah, you've had a string of wonderful cars. And it's recently ended. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing cool lined up um, uh, except one thing that I'm oddly excited about. Uh, and then I'm starting to line up some cool Yeah, Well, shit.
1: you're driving the height of mediocrity
0: right now. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually – Well, it, it's – no, I shouldn't say mediocrity. It's very
1: well executed for what it is.
0: It's like – we'll get to it in a second. But it's amazing how far that car has come. Yeah. Um, But back to the Aventador Roadster. Uh, I got it. With um, track worn tires and okay. brake pads, uh, and everybody listening probably already knows it. It, was, it was. You know that that car already wants to push. Yeah. In the nose. Yeah. Now imagine it with just beat tires. Yeah. It was scary, and it's five hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's the most expensive car I've ever had, uh, the keys to. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was still awesome. There's not a lot of cars that have a sticker price bigger than that. No. Mm-mm. And the base price was like. Four forty-seven, or something. Yeah. Like that. So like fourteen thousand. So, what? what and... How much is that? What's my monthly looking like if I finance that over five years? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the condo complex in which I live, I think the last condo that sold was four fifty. So I parked a five hundred fifty thousand dollars car outside of there. I rent, though. I don't. I didn't buy. So uh, now, um, I recently had. Well, this was actually a while ago. had the CLA forty-five. Uh, but the video went up today, yes, I just um, saw that when uh, when I was looking at the site earlier. Some interesting but expected comments on that one uh because it seems like people are mixed on the car because of the the price point have you was that your first time spending any appreciable time in that car? Uh, I drove it at the launch, but this is the first time i I spent a week with it
1: okay, yeah, I spent about a day with it like last year uh when we were doing the big drive shoot um what's uh, so what do you
0: think uh I'm inclined to like it because I always like Mercedes stuff. Um, I do like the styling. The one I had was red with black wheels, so it looked pretty cool. And so was the one that I drove a year okay. ago. Um, the uh, two gripes. Um, the price is my second gripe. It's just, the one I drove, it was like $58,000. It's a lot of money. It, that car should be 50. It should top at 50. Yeah. Maybe 52. I don't know. 48 seems right. Uh, number one complaint, first gear. Holy shit. Yeah. But it, it's it's you, just over. You hit you hit the gas. Yeah. You wait you wait and then you start going. Yeah. it's not a turbo thing. That's a transmission thing.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, it's it, it, insane. Which is
0: screwy because that's one of the few. I
1: mean, it, to my knowledge, I believe Mercedes only makes two two uh, dual clutch transmissions. It's the one in that car, and the one that was in the SLS, and it's ostensibly going to be the one that's going into the new uh, AMG GT. Huh. Um, in a dual-clutch transmission is supposed to be fast. Right. That one, for whatever reason, is not. It's as bad...
0: As the shifts were on the c sixty in the previous gen c sixty three see I didn't mind it as much once I was out of first and you were in full sport mode and and will you drove a newer one than I did so maybe okay. they've maybe they've changed some stuff but first gear still sucks the rest of the shifts were good
1: was it so was it immediate snap it was
0: oh, boom, oh,
1: boom. look it was pretty good see that was the, my, my when i my, when i was driving energy. that uh the problem was is like what was the red line in that like 65? 6250. okay so I would have to shift – I would have to click it at 55 in order for it to shift properly without hitting the rev limiter.
0: Yeah, see, it does, mine wasn't doing that. Okay, maybe uh, they refined it yeah, on the last you, year. you could have pre-production or something. But, um, yeah, past first gear, once you're out of it, it's fine, especially in sport mode. They rip off pretty quick. You get good noise from the exhaust. So um, the steering in the car is fantastic. Yeah. The I steering mean, feels great. There's a lot of things to like about that car. And, and not, the seats not, are
1: nice. The seats are great. Uh once again they've put they tacked on a cheap tablet I onto the top that of the dashboard.
0: The, yep. It's uh, not just them. It's no. a few people doing it, but yeah, it looks And it looks after awful on it, every car that does it.
1: Yeah. Uh literally it looks like the phone mount I have in, in, in both my cars right. that I just put my phone on yep. when I go to do nav. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, no. But
1: the, the le I mean the best thing in that car though, that motor. Yeah, the motor's amazing. That what is it, two or two five? I can't it's remember.
0: It's a two. Okay, 2-liter making 356 horsepower? 355 and, th- yeah, it's 355 horsepower and like 352 torque. I'm really it's amazed one of the that I got first... that close on the number when I haven't looked it's, at it in over a year. It's one of the greatest four-cylinders ever made. <clears throat> uh,
1: yeah, without a doubt. I mean, that is probably my favorite four-cylinder turbo motor Like count in that, that,
0: that one Evo that we didn't get, I forget what it was called. The FQs? Yeah. Yeah. The ones that are, you know, just the, the ones that basically bananas. just sell in the UK. there were 400 horse or something like that. Yeah,
1: because you had like the FQ 400. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, cuz it was it was 200 horsepower yeah. per
1: liter. Uh, the, the the Brits, you know, ate those things up. Um but I mean, the CLA 45 AMG to me is very much a grown-up Evo.
0: Yeah, yeah, or or even like a WRX. Like a slightly well, the new WRX is pretty grown up though too. Um, I'm I'm really curious uh, to see how the Audi S3 is. I was invited to drive it. I was scheduled to go, and then I had to cancel because some other shit I forgot I was doing came up, um, which was a bummer. By all accounts,
1: I mean it's it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, supposed to be like a B5 S4. Um, Yes, it's it's funny the you now buy an S3 to get a car the size of an S4. Right.
0: Um, Right. I think it looks nice in its subtle Audi styling,
1: but there is a there is a Pretty big performance delta between the S3 and the CLA 45 as far as all-out acceleration goes. I mean, that that Mercedes motor is up quite a bit on power.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And I don't know what the weight comparison is between those cars, but um, Mm. uh, it'll it'll definitely be an interesting space once the once again the ATS V comes out because at what you're stickered at fifty eight? Yeah. At fifty eight thousand dollars, I'm betting the ATS V is probably starting at fifty ish. Uh, and I would be very surprised if we saw less than 450 horsepower in that car. I,
0: I mean, it, I think it's – I I always thought the initial number would be 400, but who knows now. Um, I don't know. It will definitely be interesting. Uh, either just, way, it'll it will be, be awesome. You know,
1: back to your original point, though, it's hard to justify $58,000 for a CLA.
0: Well, an ATS-V would be more fun just for, simply for the rear-wheel drive factor. Yeah. and. Um, um, but, you know, those things aside, I mean, it's just – 58 is a lot of money for that car. It's a shitload of money because there's a lot of other perfectly fine vehicles that you can buy Tons for that. money. Tons of them. Um, Tons of them. You could get uh, a, the most. You could get an STI with every option checked and have money left over for mods. Well, that
1: or you know, a lot of people that are going to be buying into that car are buying it because it's it's luxury, quote unquote. Right. And it's all it's not super expensive luxury, but when you start factoring in at that price. And you can start shopping around at people like Lexus, you go, yep. why the hell? And, and that's going to be a, as nice as that CLA-45 is, <clears throat> it's not going to be nearly as nice as an IS specced out to that kind of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, the interior definitely wouldn't, wouldn't be up to par on um, the Lexus. And, and that's not to speak of the looming monster that is the M2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that that would just wipe the floor with it. It's, it has to.
1: There will be two cars that rule that segment, and it's yeah. going to be the ATS I would, and I the mean, M2.
0: I would like to see even the M235 versus the CLA45. 40, yeah. So who knows? But once again, I mean, even then,
1: the M235 um, the, uh, uh, is a little down on power
0: compared to the CLA. Mm. That's true. That's so. true. Um, before we move on to the next car, we're about halfway through, close-ish. So I just wanted to, before I forget, do my Dollar Shave Club plug. Yep. Um, everybody, you, you've been hearing me say it. And if you haven't done it yet, go over there and do it. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash and get yourself some high-quality razor handles. Uh, it's just a few bucks a month. It's way easier and way cheaper than walking to your CVS and asking the teenager behind the counter to open the razors because people steal that shit. And then paying 25 bucks for Mach 3s that are bullshit. Um, just go to Dollar Shave Club and make your life easy. You're already on the internet. So just put this in your browser once you're done listening to the podcast. Put this in your browser. Open another window. Do it at the same time. Order the razors. Add some stuff like shaving cream, all that stuff. Have fun. You Make your face a nicer place. I I just made that up. Um, there, there you go. Your, you're an ad man there. There you go. DollarShaveClub.com slash um, All All right. Back to the cars. What I was saying before the Aventador, the car we were talking about that I drove here in, is the 2015 Hyundai Sonata. Yes. Um, Sonata. And
1: I had one of those a little while ago, too, when I was in Texas. Nice. Uh, so what do you think?
0: Did you rent it or did you? Was it a I, presser? I, I had a rental. Um, I think that they're going to attract a wider range of buyer than they are by softening the exterior styling. Mm-hmm. They it's basically like a slightly more mature of the because the last one was much more wild. Um, yeah, for the segment at least. Uh, well, in general, it was pretty you know swoopy and, and um, so they've softened that up. I think the interior is better. Um, totally refined center stack. They're listening to everybody complain about seats. Hyundai has been for years, mm-hmm. and they've been improving them. Uh, started with the um, Azera, then the next Genesis, and now this, uh, uh, the Sonata. Um, and then um, awesome, surprisingly awesome sound system. Uh, comfortable. They're starting to get a little bit better with the handling tuning, but they're still not it's there. Still very rubbery, unconnected. Yeah, it, but this one, this one is 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 clearly better. Um, it's not as good as the Genesis because they did a really good job in that one. Yeah. Um, but but I think they're going to learn from that car and it's going to filter down. Um, and this car is it, the, this new Sonata is definitely better than the old Sonata in terms of steering feel. Uh, one thing I will say is, I
1: was really impressed with the fuel economy in that car because i was doing a lot of highway driving while i was down in texas and that thing i i averaged an honest 44 miles per gallon jesus um it was it's it's an efficient little bugger yeah so if you know you for the obviously the people that listen to this i mean you might buy you or i might buy one as a daily yeah but i mean nobody's nobody in our audience is yearning for that car no no but if if your dad calls up and goes eh, Thinking about yeah. getting a new car next year, the Sonata. That's that's a perfectly acceptable car. You know, I mean, I would I would recommend that over a Camry.
0: My buddy, day. my buddy who gave me the, the my Civic Si, um, his daily is a is a last gen 2.0T Sonata, and right. he's and he loves it. He's done some very light, mostly just um, looks mods to it yeah. um but he he loves that car so much he does say though because he's now like a hyundai sonata forum person oh. that there are people doing stuff to that two liter turbo and making pretty good power <laughs> well i believe that two liter turbo
1: is the i know in the genesis the two liter turbo is the same motor that's out of the mitsubishi evolution really yes it is um, so I don't know what the deal is with those transverse motors that are in that are in the Sonata, in the other parts of the Hyundai lineup. But if it's that same motor, that that makes perfect sense.
0: Wow, That's um, a, I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I, I learned that a little while ago from a friend of mine that is a uh, he is an Evo enthusiast. That's crazy. Uh, which means that he likes cheap beer and uh, partying in. Uh, less than sophisticated uh, locales.
0: Yeah. So If
1: you like, yeah, if, you, if
0: you're if you an Evo enthusiast, that means you want to party hard, but you don't care what you're wearing because uh, it's analogous to the car with the, one of the greatest powertrains and there's just a shit interior minus the seats.
1: It's like the guy that, that wanders into the bar at 1.54 in the a.m. and goes, who wants to go home?
0: Yeah. And, and that's his only requirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. He's going to get laid that night. Yes. Um, now, uh, a car that I'm getting um, next week, I'm oddly excited about. Um, I'm getting the Nissan NV van, but done up as the taxi of tomorrow, the New York City taxicab. Okay. I have it for, a, I'm pretty
1: sure I have it for a whole week. Okay. So it's an N V van. Yeah, like the N V two hundred. I kinda I mean, as a service vehicle, I like their N V stuff. Yeah. Um it's it's basic, it's it's ruggedly put together. It's it's built, you know, I believe it's built mostly on their truck chassis stuff. It is. Yeah. Um, you know. It's it looks I mean, if, if I had a need for that sort of thing, I that'd be right
0: on my list. But this one is in full yellow and black, has the lights on top. Okay, um, it's gonna be fucking awesome. Oh my god, yeah. you need to. You We're know what we around. You know what you need for next
1: week? You need an Uber account.
0: I know. I thought about that. I am driving it to and from track day though, uh, and I might ride with Farah, so I might see if they want to shuttle in the taxi <laughs> and put. We'll put like a go or not a GoPro. We'll put a replay in it.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, and uh, I'll get to that in a minute. We got to do. Yeah, you know
1: what? It'd be really fun. It's just. Go somewhere, uh, downtown area, where
0: people are going to need taxis. Yeah. Uh, and see or just can- do loops at the airport and not stop for anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> another thing I was thinking about doing that would be fun is uh, there's two breweries in Huntington Beach. And then the first breweries in Huntington Beach because uh, of some law changes in Orange County that made it easier for people to open an establishment like that. Um, I thought it would be fun to shuttle people between the two breweries. In the taxi. however,
1: you being a, a very much a beer enthusiast, that would mean that you would not. Be I know, able to, I wouldn't drink. I yeah, I know that, but that would be cars uh, come you, first. You, it would be hard for you. Yeah, that's a, that's what I know.
0: I, I could do it. I yeah. could do it. Um,
1: but the envy, and then we talked about you might throw my scooter in the back of it.
0: Yeah, we might. I might borrow your scooter so I can start my scooter gang. I'm
1: not sure how we'll get it up in the back there. You might need to make a trip to Home Depot to yeah, go and buy get a some two like, by six. planks
0: or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Uh, or if it has a really low load floor, we'll put it in, in the, um, where you'd sit. You know, worst case scenario, I think
1: you and I can pick that thing up together. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's like 300 pounds, so yeah. it's not that bad. I'm
0: working out, so i uh, pretty sure oh, we can do yeah. it. Um, now, uh, at the end of the month, um, I'm going to DC to drive the Charger Hellcat. I'm fucking stoked.
1: Interesting. Because <laughs> I haven't driven
0: the Challenger yet.
1: You know what sucks, though, is that... The states in which you'll have direct access to. going to a to.
0: racetrack. Oh, you're going to a track. We're going okay. through Virginia to West Virginia. Okay, so it's not like a press tour. No, it's. Yeah. We're, it, I mean, it's a press event, but yeah, they're like getting the cars. We're going to the racetrack. We're okay. on Summit Point. Yeah. Um. Another car they have they're going to have there though is the Charger Pursuit, which would be awesome. <laughs> that yeah. I've actually driven one before. Um. That. With Clapman in shotgun. Oh, Charger! No,
1: Zach needs to be driving the Charger Pursuit. Because oh, yeah. he has gone all crazy with his Crown Vic. Has he? Yeah. What's, I haven't seen it yet. You, oh, it is full cop car. What has he done? Uh, there are extra antennas just stuck on. the just put the them outside. on? Yeah, just on <laughs> the outside of it. So uh, he bought it and has added cop shit to it? Yeah, we were sticking antennas on it a little while ago. Is, can
0: you go to Pep Boys and just buy stick-on antennas? Yeah, they, or he might have been buying them
1: online for cheap or something like that. <laughs> uh, I, I keep trying to get him to put a PA system
0: on it. Yeah. Um, you know... It doesn't have any, um, um, blue and reds or anything inside no,
1: or... No, 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 no. It
0: doesn't. Uh... Does it have the, That um, would be extra lights? Illegal. The, um... No, it doesn't because it was a detective car. Oh, so it's... Oh. What color? Just black? Dark blue. That... Oh, that's a good color. Yeah. Especially if he was in Massachusetts. Yes. that be a really good yeah, color. Yeah, he'd look like a stadium. He's gonna do white doors or something. Yeah.
1: It's, uh... Oh, you could do it with just a vinyl wrap. Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, well, I mean, as it is now, though, they went filming up at uh, Mulholland, and that they were using that car that day, and he had it parked on a corner, and he goes every time somebody came around the corner, they just stomped on the brakes. That is hilarious. Um, I mean, potentially accidentally dangerous. Yeah, but at the same time, still very funny. Very funny. Uh, very funny. I would be. It would be great just to to hook a dash cam up in that thing and, and just drive around and watch people's you, behavior. You know,
0: it's funny. There's a, a Facebook group I'm a part of. Um, That is all just about cars and driving and stuff like that. And uh, somebody was asking a question the other day, asking if it's legal for cars, for cop cars, to be parked uh, Mm -hmm. without like their parking lights on or this and that. Just like because it sounded like they, they made it sound like a cop was sitting there. Trying to catch people speeding without any of their lights on. Right. I'm wondering if it was just Zach's car sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> could have been. It really could have been. That's awesome. Um, um, that's really funny. I gotta. I, I was talking about it. I gotta drive it. Is he gonna an, do anything to it, like suspension or engine or
1: we? You know, he. There are things being tossed around, but at the end of the day, it's still just a Crown Vic chassis. Yeah. So there's not a lot you can do with it. Um, he wants to do either a a rear brake pedal or a like the
0: stunt car yeah
1: or or a lever i i, I think the lever would be the cooler move yeah it'd be more fun for me anyway yeah. um but i also gave him a set of uh of flowmaster mufflers that i oh, had sweet so he's gonna he's gonna do those uh and then he's putting an lsd in it too
0: um <laughs> nice. well
1: the lsd for those cars are they're like 50 bucks right you know, so he's gonna have I mean, a guy up North. There's take a care. lot
0: you can do to that thing, like um, in terms of just a little bit of go faster bits.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm very amused by the fact that people swap manual transmission to those. Yeah. Into those. Oh yeah. I, I think. I mean, if I was gonna do that, I'd come on. You've got to go with the manual. But I mean, that's that's a it's a fair amount of work to do, and it's I think it's outside of the the budget that Zach wants to spend on the car. Considering yeah. I think he spent like three thousand dollars on it.
0: That's awesome. Um, That's fantastic. I, but I it's in it. great shape, man. Yeah. Is it?
1: Um, the only things that show any wear are like just the touch points from the driver.
0: And he – yeah, because they – I mean it has normal rear seats, right? It yep. doesn't have the – yeah, because they weren't throwing perps in the back of it. Yeah. Um, the, If the detective hopefully didn't have a partner, you know, he was just cruising around by himself.
1: Yeah, there's th- very little wear on the passenger side. It's it, awesome. It's clearly a car that was just this dude's office for years. Did he uh, get it at like an
0: auction or –
1: uh, no, I, I think he got it. I, th- I believe he bought it from a guy that, that gets those uh, cars and, and just resells them, them I think he just, you know, fixes whatever small things need to be yeah. done and sells them. The only thing that really shows any, anywhere, like I said, is like the driver's seat and then the ignition, um... The gentleman that had that car for quite some time couldn't, apparently couldn't find, the ignition, couldn't find it. So I'll just scratch his shit. Yes. Uh so insert joke about his poor
0: wife right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh well, who gives a shit? It's a three thousand dollar fun car. Yeah. The best part about that car is it has to be driving on the highway. Because everybody just gets oh, yeah. fucked. Everybody out of gets your out way. of his
1: way. Or I would think though that people would slow down and infuriate you. Um but you know, it's uh <laughs> It's good fun. It's 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 an exercise in uh, sociopathy. So
0: yeah, it's that's awesome. <laughs> I gotta see that thing. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, so I think it's time for a quick update on the Civic. Um, yeah, I haven't heard. Anything sounds about like it. sounds like all the engine issues are sorted. Okay. I and mean, They were sorted. The last the engine issues were sorted. What we were dealing with was a charging issue and a tire holding air issue. So we found out we had a bad alternator. Okay, um,
1: which is cheap to replace on those. The,
0: so new alternator, um, uh, Richard and his guys, his kids, uh, also one of my, my – the thing I miss most about that car was when I swapped in the, the cheap replacement steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no more horn. And you don't think about your – and I'm not a horn guy, but as soon as your horn is gone, you miss it. I, yeah, I am very sympathetic to that because the horn died
1: in my Honda Element about four months ago. And every time somebody pisses me off in traffic, I, of course, go to punch the wheel, yeah. and then nothing comes
0: out. So um, the, he, he wired up a button uh, yeah. next to the steering wheel, yeah. which you, is well, awesome. Didn't you
1: have little buttons nope. on that wheel?
0: Nope. Not okay. on that one. Nope. Um, and then they're trying to figure out what's going on with the the, the leak. The, um, so they're going to strip and repaint the wheels to see mm-hmm. if that was an issue uh, and then see if hopefully it holds air. So. Uh, and after that, I should be getting the car back. I, I mean, as soon as um, next weekend, maybe, uh, which is good because I, I want to drive that a little bit and just go so fuck around with it.
1: In total, what was the what was the damage? All said, in the engine? Uh, yeah. Well, or I know there was financially, or yeah, not financially, but what was the actual damage to it? I mean, I know it shredded a timing belt,
0: yep. and probably everything that crank it, crank bolt fell off, crank pulley fell off. Timing belt shredded itself. Uh, accessory belts walked off. Uh, so all the belts needed to be replaced. The pulley needed to be replaced. The, pull, the probably the replaced. tensioners too. The timing cover needed to be replaced. Uh, I don't know about the tensioners. Um, the valves were all fine. Um, so you just kind of put back together what you could see was wrong, and that was it. And we're good. I mean, he opened it up and examined yeah. everything, but. Um, yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, just put it back together. That, that's
1: incredibly it because that is uh, those motors are interference motors, and yeah. you you got very lucky on that. Shockingly,
0: one. there are a handful of stories similar, like really people coming out unscathed on the other side. Not like not everybody. It happens all the time where they the valves go taco yeah. city, but it, it does happen every now and then. I don't know if if there's. I don't know. I don't know. I was doing like 90 when the fucking thing went down. So I expected the whole, it should have been catastrophic. So the moral <laughs> of the
1: story is if you
0: have floor a it. civic floor, it yes, all the time. Just drive 90 everywhere. I was hauling ass because It was my first day back with the car and I was heading down to that HRE wheels, open house. The car was running good. I'm on the five freeway, which is nice and wide open. Once you're South of Orange County. Um, so I was, I was fucking hauling ass. The engine sounded great. And yep. then
1: kablooey, <laughs> That's and at that speed, it's 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 very unnerving when things go kablooey. Yeah,
0: it is, it is. Um, but um, <laughs> so hopefully, I should have that car back soon, and then I'm gonna maybe take it out autocrossing because I want to get a baseline mm-hmm. autocross figure, and then maybe um, do some light light modifications. Did uh, did the hood get replaced on that? Yeah. Okay, it did. Yep, it's back to a steel hood, and it's um, not matte. It's black, mm-hmm. but it's like an like the unpainted shit black you get. From. Yeah, so, it's uh, just the, the so the car front, yeah. the car still looks very much like sleeper pos Civic, which okay. is exactly what I want. Um, it, yeah, <laughs> I don't need it to be stolen. Um, so that's all good. And then the wagon um, the the engine and trans are in. They're uh, taking the measurements for the steering. We're having some issues dealing with Unisteer, I guess, where we keep trying to get in touch with them to ask them what measurements they want mm-hmm. because they just – they have a, a form you fill out with some measurements you send it back. But it's based on like replacing – Stuff that already exists, or you know, like oh, you're using a you know a, um, a muscle car. Um, you're, you're building a Chevelle. Yeah. Oh, you need to measure from here to here and to this. Like, like we can't do that with yeah, this. I'm car. guessing this is
1: probably most of their business is
0: based upon old American cars. Yeah. Like yeah, I need to replace a power steering system. In, but they do custom stuff, yeah. and they're like the game in town. So we got we're just waiting to the builder and then unisteer just haven't synced up so hopefully they do so he can say listen i have this is what i'm doing this is what's going on in the engine bay tell me where to measure from i'll get you the measurements that day you know like that's that right it just seems like Unisteer's customer service kind of sucks yeah oh yeah okay um surprisingly not that expensive really yeah um hopefully I'm guessing they probably have a pretty modular system they've built. I think so. They have, like, pieces. They cut them to fit, and they go, here's your kit. Yeah. Um, so I was going to go shoot something there last week, and I, I, I was talking to Mark, the guy building the car. Uh, at Scared Shift List is, is the shop in Santa Ana. Um, he's like, now not a good time. One of my guys just had a heart attack. One of my other guys lost a finger, and I just dislocated my shoulder. He's like, so work has come to a standstill in the office at the moment. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah,
1: that's not fun. I've, I've dislocated my shoulder 13 times. Nice. Uh, until I got surgery on it that stopped that from happening. Yeah. Uh, that is, I, I've broken a lot of things. That is one of the most painful things I've ever been through. I separated
0: mine once. Um, but it's it's okay. Every now and then it gets sore. Uh, and then this there's a permanent bump there that they said they could remove with surgery, but it's 50 50 that it comes back and it's just physical. Like it just looks like shit. Um, Um, so I said, fuck it.
1: Yeah. And you're married anyway. So
0: yeah, I wasn't at the time. Uh, no, I wasn't. Um, no, that was, I was really drunk when I hurt my shoulder, like, really drunk.
1: (laughs) I feel that's the way most people are. I I was not, for the record. uh, But, uh, yeah, shoulder injuries suck. They really suck.
0: I was at a party in Huntington Beach, 4th of July, which is big in Huntington Beach, and I was riding a bike from the party I was at to this other party. Got to that party, Kept drinking, was going to leave that party, and we're talking like BMX bike. Mm -hmm. I go to leave the party, and I'm in an alley down in the Number Streets in Huntington Beach, and I do a wheelie leaving the party, and I turn the wheel like you do sometimes when you do a wheelie. I didn't turn it back when I came down. (laughs) So that dug in. I flipped over. I felt my shoulder crunch, and then the bike came around and hit me in the head. The shoulder crunch noise that you hear. I I was so hammered, but I can still – it's the Feel worst it. noise ever. That I hadn't thought of that in years, and I'm cringing now just thinking of Thankfully, it. Thankfully, I was drunk enough that I I just got up. I, I held my arm. I go, and was like, oh, yep, we should go to the hospital. Like I wasn't. It, there wasn't a ton of pain.
1: Oh, but there was going <laughs> there to be. Was going
0: to be, yeah. There <laughs> was eventually. But not at you're, the time. you're you're
1: very fortunate that you were that inebriated
0: because that is. Incredibly painful. Yeah, yeah, and then I got it. The doctor gave me the prescription for painkillers while you were still drunk. Yep, and I went and filled it. And I'm not like a pill guy. Like I'm not a drug guy at all. I yeah. like booze, and that's about it. But I filled the prescription, and I popped some of those pills. And fuck. And so I called my mom. Uh-huh. I called my grandmother. <laughs> I, I don't know how this is turning into Jeff drunk story time hour, but and then I, and I called my. Ex girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife. This isn't what won her over, by the way. Yeah, um,
1: I wouldn't imagine. That so I, I like left
0: messages. One of them was like a teary message because I like I couldn't find my friend. Like one, it was like I was like a college girl. Yeah, for, because of the pills and the booze. <laughs> so the next morning, I wake up in my bed. I had gone to the bar that I worked at at the time to see what was going on. So, you know, drinking with the... This had to have been relative when you were relatively new to California, too. Yeah, yeah. It definitely was. It definitely was. This, so this was a long time ago. This was over a decade ago. Yeah. Um, so then I, I guess I left my wallet and my phone at the bar. So my phone's dead. Mm-hmm. And I called people the night before, like drunken, leaving messages saying how I just was in a bad accident or something like something like really bad wording yeah uh and my i didn't get to my phone until noon and it didn't have a charge and, and then everybody's freaking out oh yeah it was it was a real winner of a weekend uh or a holiday whatever um but whatever you know i <laughs> we all have our moments yeah yeah i've um, had a few of them. um that yeah, it was it was actually you know whatever this moment in Jeff drunk history yeah guys. yeah Uh, You know, it's funny. It just reminded me of the the Scotland podcast. The PR guy from Aston Martin listened to it and said it was one one of the best – episodes of a podcast ever really so that's good yeah so i can still do aston martin you 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 have got
1: a lovely niche in the manufacturers that build v12 vehicles
0: i do i do they really like you yeah i don't i don't know how that happened now
1: you just need uh now you just need mercedes to give you an sl 65 for the weekend
0: yeah mercedes doesn't love me like they used to for some reason um but uh you know who did just get pr representation out on the west coast no mclaren Ooh, that's Ooh, a very good yes. thing. And apparently I am somewhere on the list to get a car.
1: Uh, one of my neighbors... Way just, down it, but I'm on it. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I love McLaren. I think I
1: like... I, I, there are two supercar manufacturers that I just am absolutely taken by, and that is Pagani and McLaren. Um, and uh, so one of my neighbors just acquired a 650S. Jesus. And, um, yeah, I'm very, very smitten with that car.
0: That's uh, awesome. I,
1: I spent 15 minutes ogling it the other day. Yeah, um, it was um, it was interesting. Uh, there's just, I mean, it's very minor tweaks from the 12C, but those minor tweaks make a big difference. Yeah,
0: um, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I am going to have to try and,
0: and get into one of those press cars too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, not that it's even been scheduled yet. I actually should. I drove the V12. Vantage s Roadster speaking of Aston Martin at the launch event uh and it was it was good it still has the same issues as the coupe, but those are minor well relatively minor there's enough positive to overlook the transmission right um, and the transmission works best when you're when you're caning it, so just cane it um, yeah. and I'm not a convertible guy, but that thing looks damn good with the top down, and the engine sounds amazing so Aston, always... I, I'm not a convertible guy either, but Aston usually does a pretty damn Vanquish good job. Volante, of that. yeah, oh,
1: good um, stuff. It's and and speaking of Aston, the uh, the car that you got a very early look at that you weren't supposed to see, of course, the Lagonda? everybody's seen the Lagonda now. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I feel about I it. I love
0: it. I think the profile's amazing. I much prefer the Rapide. Oh, I love the Lagonda. Yeah, I like. I want to make it seems... love to the Lagonda. <laughs> <laughs> There, it seems as though it's a it's a marginally
1: bigger car than the Rapide.
0: Oh, it definitely looks like there's way more rear legroom, yeah. which it needed to to offer. Um, there's no Aston badges on it because it's not. It's right. Lagonda, uh, which is smart. Um, it's sad that it's you know Middle Eastern only, but that makes sense because um, they could avoid some of the the they requirements. They don't have to make to, to any consideration
1: yeah. for safety or emissions.
0: Right. Missions. right. Um, it's got the six liter V12, so you know that's rad. Um, so I'm guessing I didn't look at the numbers. I don't know if they said the numbers. I think they did, but that probably means 560 was, horse. 545 or 560. Yeah, it's got to be 560, I think, because um, okay. I think both the Vanquish and the V12 S are there, so it makes sense that that's there too. Yeah, they can't sell less than that. Um, I I hope to God it has the eight-speed from the Vanquish and the uh, Repeat S.
1: I don't know why God. they wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. It, I, I think. And maybe – is that going to be the swan song of, of
0: that V12? Um, I don't know. It could be. I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Um, and it should be. Yeah. That and the V12S, the Vantage V12S. I mean as is, is lovely as that V12 is, it's, it's outdated. Unless they do another like – um, like if they do a V12 Vantage, another one more Zagato, like they did the Zagato the, GT. Yeah,
1: they'll probably be Zagato, but I don't really know if I count that because just because there's so few made. Yeah, It's, yeah, it's yeah. um.
0: But I, I'm I'm extremely curious. I can't wait for the AMG partnership to start to take effect because I think. Yeah. Um, they said some cool stuff when we were in Scotland that the name on top of the engine will always say Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. It will always sound like an Aston. You know, like they know what they need to keep. And they know what they need to get. And uh, some of the stuff from AMG is uh, not just engine stuff but electronics, like center stack stuff.
1: Right. Which would be huge. Yes, it would for them Uh, because – Aston simply does not have the budget to do that kind of stuff themselves. No, no. Um, so the fact that they're going to get that from, from Mercedes is, is good. I mean, so long as Mercedes stays okay at what they're doing. Yeah. Um,
0: and it's... just give them back end. Like, even if they just fit it into some of their... They could design something... Aston could de- design something beautiful and then just have some kind of Mercedes architecture behind it. Yeah. Because uh, as ugly as the stick-on thing in the in the CLA looks, it works fine. That's true. So... It does work fine. Uh, the graphic graphically, it looks a little dated. Yes, like the menus and the old timey scroll for the the FMs. Yeah, but speaking the of FMs. speaking
1: of graphics on that, the uh, very first Apple CarPlay implementation sh- started shipping this week. Oh wow, really? Uh, yeah, the they're I mean not in production vehicles, they're in the Pioneer head units now.
0: I was actually thinking I was going to look at something like that for the wagon.
1: I, I think that's a really, really good choice But
0: to the Apple CarPlay stuff is strictly double-din, mm-hmm. which makes sense, but I wish they would do a single-din fold-out, as 90s-tastic you, Alpine as that is. is.
1: Alpine is also getting into the business, they? and Alpine does more fold-out units, okay. um, so you may see that at, at some point in the future. Because I
0: would absolutely love to, to do something do like that. Do you not
1: have a two-din space? No. You don't. You just have the single.
0: Yep. So you it's would like have to It's like right be, above it is HVAC or something, I think. Yeah,
1: so you would have to hack things up if you want. to do the other and, one Well, there. there's
0: already an aftermarket singled in, so I'm fine repl- Like putting in a, a better one. Right. Um. Though I was just thinking it would be really funny to have that screen come out and just like block all the shit behind it. <laughs> like, okay. That's, that's,
1: that's part of the problem that I have with those uh, – with the foldouts.
0: They block it, it unless it's like at the top of your center. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh. But that's, nah.
1: that said, I mean, I was thinking about doing one of those for a long time. But now I bought the mega-size iPhone 6. And with that with on a – You a, just on put a, a
0: mount? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I put a mount right on my dashboard. And uh, it, it looks like I'm
0: driving a Mercedes now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just get an iPad mini. Um, um, that's funny. Uh, no, I'm, I'm really cu- – there's a couple things in the, in the uh, audio space that I want to do to the car. Because I really like having good music in my car. So, um, well, if you
1: want to do that, I mean, I, I would love to take on that project with you because okay. I do that stuff all the time. I used right. to do installs for my friends. We'll
0: start thinking about the car, what yeah. you would like to see because audio stuff, like, I'm not talking like high end car show audio stuff, but like good audio, yeah. it's fucking cheap. Yeah. I mean, now I, that I'm an adult and not a high school kid, like, oh man, I can't spend a hundred bucks on six by nines. Yeah. Like, I don't have to do that anymore. Yes. No, you can have, I think
1: I have probably all of, Five or six hundred dollars worth of stuff into my into my Honda because when I bought that I was dailying that every day and I was in the car for two and a half to three hours just
0: wanted that shit to bump son well I mean it
1: will if I want it to yeah well, but you just
0: like it clean I
1: wanted nice clean audio That's what I want and and I can't know, afford
0: the the Bob, the BAV sound guys right
1: <laughs> well yeah it's uh, and it's sacrilege
0: it, to do bands
1: so. yeah but for that kind of money you could do some incredible things i mean to be honest if you get in, if you get in that that car that i got sitting down s- downstairs the audio quality in it is spectacular um it's what m- kind of speakers does it have? uh right now it's a uh, kicker it they are kickers kind of higher end models uh slappers uh what's that slappers uh yeah Punchers. The, the slappers the the, the ticklers <laughs> the are in the rear hands. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> Uh, and then there's a JL Audio subwoofer. Oh, JL's
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah JL, JL is
1: they're one of the best things that you can buy. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's amazing what you can do for relatively modest amounts of money. Yeah, play.
0: totally, totally. Um, um, and then I know 3M would kick us some um of their Dynamat competitor. Yeah. Um, which is is I think it's cheaper and it's 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 both I. Not easier to use, but there's something about it. that – I forget why. I feel bad, but if I get it, I'll figure out why. I remember I, I saw the stuff. I played with it a little bit, and it definitely seemed cooler than Dynamat.
1: Yeah, there's uh, so when cool. you get that car, you know, when you get that back and it's running again, uh, is that going to come back with the interior stripped or no, no? We'll yank the interior, but, but and I, 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 I we don't need to go. F- well, I guess it wouldn't be that hard to just take seats out. And no, it would be seat. because what I, what I'm getting to is that if we do that we can go in with the proper foam spray and all that stuff and we can make that draw we can make that sound from an nvh perspective like a
0: modern mercedes
1: yeah like an like a new s-class engine and the uh, and the uh i i bet you we can make that thing internally
0: as quiet as a new s-class that'd be pretty rad um so let's do it man okay I like that idea. I like that idea. I think on that note, that's a bit of a bombshell. Uh, not, not that was so stupid, Top Geary. <laughs> I, I don't ever do that. Sorry. Pitch your shit <laughs> uh, if you want to do a podcast. Come over to Shout
1: Engine. Uh, we'll set you up for free. And uh, yeah, we're growing like crazy. So uh, the more stuff that's on there, the more exposure you get. It's. It's crazy. Like, we get new shows that come on, and within a couple of weeks, they're doing some decent traffic just because of the way uh, – the traffic the site's getting now. Yep. Um, so get your own damn podcast, as Mr. Matt Ferrer would say. Who's
0: the biggest podcast? Is it Garnet? Um, Garnet is no longer
1: going to be podcasting. Oh. Uh, he just took a job. He with moved. A, uh, he moved to Seattle. Uh, and for those uninitiated, it's uh, my friend Garnet Lee, who's pretty prominent. he has been on the podcast. He's He's been on, uh, and he's very prominent in uh, gaming journalism. Uh, and he drives he, a in Porsche. He's, yeah, he's got a very nice Boxster. Um, and uh, he just took a job in Seattle uh, for one of the big tech companies there. Oh, well, wonder uh, I, who? I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say yet. Well, Seattle. Uh, well, there are two. Oh. There's, there is... Microsoft and Amazon, mm.
0: um,
1: but anyway, so right. he's, he's up there working with them. Cool and uh, Games is unfortunately money. over. Uh, he's doing all right. <laughs> he's doing all right. Um, but as of now, uh, is it TST then? Smokey tires or the
0: Bitcoin is one
1: up there? Uh, Bitcoin's not up there. Okay. Um, Mark Bell's Powercast. If you're if you're into like any sort of weight training stuff, go listen to Mark Interesting. Bell's Powercast. It is – it's like all the immaturity of T and
0: TST with more poop jokes and then information to actually make yourself healthier. I did not know that. I should check that. I just started – thanks to the advice of Zach Clapman, I've been on a gym routine lately, so I should check that out.
1: Yes, you should. It's it's fun, and those guys have become good friends, so cool. I, I would fully uh, endorse that. That and the, uh, Paul and Todd from Everyday Driver.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Their
1: show is really good. Good. Um, Check it out. I mean, there's yeah. all
0: kinds of stuff. Oh, and then doesn't our friend, uh, Bradley Brownell run through, does he run his, he runs his podcast through shot engine, the tub tub. And oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell is it called? Um, um. I don't know. Oh shit! I'm sorry, Bradley. I can't remember your your podcast name right now. Um, I but it's not a car tra- podcast.
1: I've lost track because it's just so many now. Yeah, I
0: know the word tub is in there somewhere. Yeah, just just look up Shout Engine Tub. Yeah, you'll find um, it. So yeah, go to Shout Engine. Uh, on our end, uh, oh, on Twitter, he's Hayes Data. So follow him there too. Yeah, where he, I, we rants against SEMA, um, <laughs> which we could talk about uh, maybe after SEMA to see how you're treated. We'll wait to talk about it yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Jay Glucker. Follow Hooniverse at The Hooniverse, not at Hooniverse. Uh, go to YouTube and please subscribe to that channel. That channel's growing very nicely and I want to see it continue to do so. Uh, YouTube, uh, dot com slash – I think it's The Hooniverse on YouTube. Like – I, I don't know. You'll find it. Uh, you'll just definitely find it.
1: Hooniverse. YouTube. Yeah. Just you'll search for
0: Universe on YouTube. You'll find the fucking channel. Subscribe. Share those videos. Comment on them. Uh, please rate and review this podcast so we can continue to climb the ladder. Every time we release a new episode, we shoot to like the top five automotive podcasts. And then we drip down because people have more consistent podcasts and, and all that stuff. We were like number five last hey, week. Hey,
1: you know what, though, is we've come a long way. We have. In, in just a little over a year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely.
1: It's, it's, I'm very, very happy with the, with how this has been going.
0: Yeah. Very organic growth. Yes. Um, uh, which is more important than bot traffic, which we don't do.
1: And of course, if you need to shave something,
0: yes, dollarshaveclub.com slash Hooniverse. And then also go to Facebook, like the page, and go to Hooniverse and read the damn articles. And we will see you next week on the Hooniverse podcast. Peace out, bitches.